Live Imaging Tuesday is on. Yeah. Travis and Sliwa. Boys, this is how you know it's real. As we approach three days, according to Travis's math, it's four, four and it's a half. It's four. Four and a half weeks. <laughs> four. Until the inaugural 710 Mandy Awards Friday night presented by Jim Beam and Buffalo Wild Wings. But the, no, the official printed cards have come in. Look at that. In which we will put all the information for your host, Keyshawn Johnson and myself. That's how you know it's an official thing. When you have cards with the logo. Oh, it's big time. You know? Yeah. So people just see the front of the card? Well, I, I just make sure you don't drop them. Make sure that the order doesn't get shuffled. Well, you're, you'll be you'll There's be literally fine. two stage managers just to make sure that doesn't All right. happen. Tommy All right. Does it already say the awards? Let me see that. No, no. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's a quick look. Quick. quick do, have you heard what we've been kind of predicting who we think is going to win these things along the way? I haven't, but I've been in meetings. You know, it's Tuesday. He's, but uh, he's then, in meetings, bro. I will tell you this. Amanda Brown, our boss, is is possibly predicting a Travis and Slewa show of the year upset over Mason and Ireland. We haven't done that one yet, but I would be very surprised. I would be very surprised. I would be thrilled, but I would be very surprised if that's how it goes. Are you okay there with the mic? Like, yeah, just make sure it's in the right position. Sound he hugs it. Sometimes he literally hugs it. I like to make sure that's in yep. the correct position. It's okay, in the correct we, position. we have, we didn't. So what was, so what was the award? Th- this is what we said, and we made a mistake on this. I don't know if it's a mistake or it's just kind of our personality. We didn't campaign enough. I campaigned for Ashley. I tried to tell everyone. We put everything into Ashley, and Travis has already said, if if we win Ashley, we'll get credit. credit for it. If we lose Ashley, I wasn't good I enough I take all the it. blame. Nope. Um, at this moment, three days, or mm-hmm. four days, according to Travis's math, before the Mandy Awards, yes. are you excited, Slee, about live Ashley? Yes. That's a lie. I know you talked about <laughs> not prepping Lady Slee until Thursday, but have you prepped her at all? I haven't prepped her nothing. So she's just like, yeah, this sounds like No, fun. I'm going to have a calendar invite come up <laughs> on Thursday, <laughs> blocked from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m., so you where didn't, we just talk about everything. You didn't give her the advice that you said that you were going to give her on the show yesterday. We were like, trust Don't nobody. trust anybody. <laughs> Don't tell anybody anything about yourself ever. That's good advice. Do you know there's one person, well, I mean, this obviously makes sense. She wears that ass sleeve shirt. Kind of awesome, almost too frequently. I'm like, why are you wearing that? Because <laughs> it's a great like, shirt. Well, I, I'm going to go to Pilates. I'm like, yeah, I understand that. You have all these other shirts. Why do you wear this one? Does well, the like front of one. her Ask Slee say I'm Lady Slee, and then the back says get, hashtag Ask Slee? We should get custom one made because I'm going to tell her that I want her. See, why would you give me that nugget three days before the show? That's going on a note card. Sure. I sure. want her to start wearing those to bed. So the first thing you see every morning when you wake up is ass sleep. Roll over, she has, wipe wipe the sleep out of your eyes. And she has a question. She has a question sleep. every morning. She's just reading Be off Twitter. Great. Be pretty great. Um, we should start Meanwhile, recording that. I'm also excited to meet producer Emily's sister, the great uh, Claire. I, I've been screwing he, up. Hebel. Hebel. I keep saying Hebel. You better. Hebel. He. Like He-Man. Yes. yes. Hebel. The great Claire Hebel, who apparently after the show can go shot for shot for, with me. Until yeah. I just Damn. completely pass out. I hope so. <laughs> I, well, that's so. Uh, so Emily tells me today I'm when I walk in, interested in seeing. Hey, guess what? I left my sister alone for two hours yesterday. Guess how many drinks she had? Now that sounds like that's a tough set setup. Honestly, <laughs> two, two hours. You left her for okay. What time of day? Okay, so here's the setup fully. It was seven p.m. I had to go to water polo practice, so I. Dropped her off at this old street that I used to live on where it has a bunch of bars, a bunch of restaurants. Okay. So I was like, go entertain yourself for two hours. I'll be back. So I am. I leave her from about 6.40 until about 9.10. Okay. Very specific. I mean, yeah. Yes. Okay. So two and a half hours. 
in a in an area with a lot of bars. It's the evening. Yes. How old is is uh, Claire? She's twenty eight. Claire's twenty eight. Should we guess how many drinks? Five. Well, okay, but I, can I ask one more qualifier? Yes. Seven. Is she? Are, are you and Claire similar? Yes. Okay. Nine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go in two and a half hours. I, I she had six drinks. I'm gonna go five. Six. Ding, ding, ding. Six is correct. Yeah. She had three at Johnny's and three did, at the York. Did but, she have six different types of cocktails like you? Because that would <laughs> fall right She did mix right a little bit, I think. I think they're all liquor, but they were not uh, all the same liquor, I don't think. I think she mixed gin and vodka, which wow. isn't the worst two to mix together. But, uh, yeah, I joined her, and I was like, I saw three at the uh, at the York, and I was like, Yeah, Wait, she saw three of you. <laughs> if you're mixing gin and vodka, you're a pro. Yeah, yeah no, true. well, look, if you're mixing, you're, you're either a, a rank amateur or you know exactly what you're doing. I have, no if you're having six drinks in two and a half hours on a Monday night, that's a vet <laughs> in the game. I left her alone. I, I, I had, I, she had nothing else to occupy her time. It wasn't a she library chatted it up. in your neighborhood? <laughs> well, <laughs> grab a bite to eat? Grab a bite to eat? I don't know. <laughs> Producer Emily, thank you. I can't wait yeah. to meet Claire Hebel. Movie theater? Hebel, Hebel. There we go. Hebel. Live Imaging Tuesday and Travis at Sleewood continues right now. <laughs> Yeah, a little better, a little better. Not not great, but better along the way. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Uh, all right, you ready to do another uh, prediction sure. here, Al? <laughs> okay, best look is our next stop. And uh, so we're just talking like the guy that comes to work dressed the best? Is so, that the deal? Um, Chris might need to help me a little bit. There's Michael Zubash pants. Um, there is, oh. was Got there it. another like... Suit? Uh, Mace's puffy vest. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Mace's puffy, I got to get to a vest. meeting. I'm sorry. Well, sorry. that's okay. okay. This is more Tell important. Tell them. Hold on. Text Mace's them. puffy vest. Sedano's Sunday swagger. Okay. Michael with the Zubaz pants. Okay. Sedano's turtleneck. No, Cap's right. Sunday swagger. Cap's Sunday swagger. Sedano's, Sedano's turtleneck. Sedano. You like to uh, see I think that this one's, I think, I, I think I know who should win this one. You seen Michael's pants? Michael's I have. pants? Yeah. No, that's the winner. That's got to be the winner, that, right? that that would be my selection of the winner. If Michael yeah. Zubaz's pants yeah. don't win, then that's unusual. I, I would be surprised. That feels then like there the are bots that are in the voting system. Indian, Chinese, and Russian trust. bots flooding flooding the Mandy trust. Awards website, right? Yeah. And who would they be flooding for? Well, it's got to be. It, well, I think that's probably the best choice. What, what about best luck? I think it's going to be Michael as well. I think that's the, clearly the one that is the most unique. Taylor? Yeah. Well, I'm kind of disappointed that your North American cut is not on the list, Trav. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. But I'm going to go with Mace's vest. Okay, and Funch. It's got to be Michael. Uh, people love Michael, Michael, and they're going to vote for his Michael. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. People did you guys really hear Clay won? I don't know if that's mentioned anywhere on social media. Or he, huh? did, he did. I, I heard, yeah, he's, uh, he's he a basketball, basketball player, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I've heard. Uh, Michael's his dad. I don't know. Now, is he going to have a video message What's when he wins? Name? I don't know. He's not going to be at the Mandy Awards, so it doesn't really impact me. Is he going to have a video message or something if he wins? Anyway. Like, I, I think I, there's many things that I find amusing about you. This one, no. This one, I, I have got, I've heard Chris yes. just always kind of no, throw it, that it jab is, in it. is it. at the top of the list right yep. now. Just the, the quick little, <laughs> just yep. a little little shot. Just yeah, really I got to go to meeting. Travis, go, 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 now. Go, go do your meeting. You All right, us? let's do one more here. Let's us? go to, <laughs> no, because if Michael Zubaz's pants. Play the podcast from last <laughs> yesterday. Are the, are the best look. And we all kind of agreed that that's the way that that's going to go. I like that Taylor is zigging when everyone is zagging. That's very on brand. Well, the Clapper like one was solid. It was that good. Was, that was a good one. It was good. Best beef. I'm going to go first here because I really don't know yeah. if there's any sort of uh, 
competition yeah, in this I, category. I wouldn't even know who else is in the mix. Yeah, it's you and Ireland. But who else is in the mix? I, I don't even... Me and Mace? I don't, yeah, you and Mace, <laughs> you it, and Ireland, it... you and um, Michael, and I, I don't know. Who else have you not gotten along with? And, yeah, there you go. You and me. You're, you're, if there is such a thing as a unanimous winner, yeah, I think that that's going to be the unanimous It has winner. to be because we literally did three shows leading up to a show that was just about John and I, so I'm assuming that that's what it's going to be. Well, but it kind of got spun off into you and Michael. Like we got to the end. By the time the trial was over, and you had not called me as a character witness, yep. we had kind of realized that Michael was the instigator. Well, no, no. Here's this. the funny thing: by the time the trial was over, I was ready to tell John, "Hey, my fault, man. <laughs> yeah, I went a little, went a little hard at you. I shouldn't have gone. I shouldn't have gone to that. You. Only thing, only thing with John was he didn't come to me. That was the only thing I had with John." You seem to have things with a lot of people. You just, no. you, you, well, that whole just crew, couple. That, that's three guys. Yeah, that's, a couple. That, that's three people. I just think maybe, so, just oh, a few. I, I don't know how we will wait. Maybe we can ask Chris when he comes back in. If it's, let's just say, and it's going to be, mm-hmm. you and John for beef of the year. Mm-hmm. Do you both get a trophy? Do you share a trophy? Do you fight how, for how, it how on stage? How do you decide uh, who gets it in their home? Do you change like every other year? You, right. you pass it back and forth? How's it go? I think that's how it works. I think every month. One person Monday, has to Wednesday, drive. Fridays, it's at your house. Tuesdays, Thursdays, we have and child Saturdays. support. <laughs> I have it on the weekends. You have it split joint custody. Joint custody. You have joint custody of yeah. it. All right. Anybody want to make a case that it's something other than Al in uh, Ireland? Maybe Mace was showing up to work. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. But I, I don't. But know no, real reality. I think it's going to be Ireland and, and uh, Alan. Okay. So let's uh, let, let's do one more here. Most knowledgeable host. I think. This this is interesting okay. because I really do think there's a clear cut winner here, Agreed, but I don't but think he he's going to win. win. I agree. Right? Are yeah. we on the same page with yeah. Doctor Clapper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Doctor Clapper. <laughs> Dr. Uh, what do you even say? Exactly. First of all, his name's Doctor Clapper. Okay, he is the head of orthopedic surgery at Cedars. I, I don't know. That seems complicated. Put it this way: talk show host, head of orthopedic surgery. We done here. Oh, by the way, he sculpts. Yeah. He surfs. Yep. He's an artist. Yeah. He has it's what a, we call a renaissance man. Mer- myriad of interests. And oh, by the way, he does a radio show. I don't think he's going to win. Who, I, who? I think Ireland will win. I do too. And and I think John. It's not like um, I think if you're just looking at the hosts that are on Monday through Friday, like this is one thing that will go against Doctor Clapper is that he's doing a show just on Saturday, Saturday morning, right? So I think of the hosts that are on every single day. I think John will win, and I think that's a category that he has definitely over the year over the years built that right. Like that's kind of part of his pedigree. Um, but I'm with you that if we're doing this purely out of you know Dr. Clapper's resume, I don't I don't know what to say. Anybody want John to make, will win. Who, who do you guys think is going to win? I want to. I think it should be an upset for you, Trav. I, I think it's different than what's going to happen. Do you think I'm going to win it? I think it's going to be an upset for you. Because it's, so. like it's been like the last two weeks or whatever. The, every time it's been mentioned, it's been like Travis should win it. So I think, I think you got a late, late bloom of votes. I, I, I'll take it. It's another one that I would be very happy to have. But I, think I, think, John will I, win. I do too. I do too. Funch? Uh, like Emily says, I want you to win, but you're not campaigning yourself. You're not nope. pushing yourself for this I'm award. Well, I will absolutely. tell you this. John wasn't either. John wasn't campaigning. I think he was pushing himself a little bit more than he has, still. A little bit more. I, I, I don't shows... know, actually. I don't know. I th- I, the, the perception I got was Mace was campaigning and John was not. Taylor? Yeah, we don't fall prey to those gimmicks, you know. 
that other shows do. But I think that Ireland will yeah. win it. Yeah. I, I, I think that John, not, it, it's not a Dr. Clapper slam dunk as far as should, but I think that John is a heavy, heavy favorite right there. We got a whole bunch to get to. We're going to save the big ones for a little bit later in the show. You know, obviously got host of the year, show of the year, some of the things like that. Our caller of the year. Uh, I think we're going to skip that one today because we don't want to give no, away the, give the away potential the... surprise right there. Um Dodgers have some guys that are in the mix for all-star voting, but maybe not as many guys as you might have thought. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Say when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance, visit Progressive.com. The All-Star Game's just around the corner, so yeah, I, I need another minute. We're having a nice conversation. I don't think we we're done. <laughs> we got plenty of time. We got plenty of time. We can have um, – we got to figure out. So we're going to yeah. present – the caller, the Travis Lee caller, caller of, of the year. The year. Yeah. We, I, I Which believe. Is, by the way, how cool is that? It's great that our show's got the caller of the year mm-hmm. that we get to kind of select through all these people. And by the way, we got all those callers. And Manuel, yesterday when he called in, I was like, man, well, you're a couple of days short here. Yeah, Manuel did a good job, but it was, you know, it's after the buzzer. The red light had yeah. come on, and he was no longer uh, eligible for the win. It, it, the shot was not in the air by the time he took it. We have to figure out. Um, our, our little speech that we're going to do to present that to caller of the year. Have we made up our final decision or are we still in, in negotiations? I think, I think I, I'm leaning. Yeah. So now I, I've, I've, I'm, I was down to a couple. You had four that you were down to. I, I had did. three that I was yeah. down to. Now I think I've narrowed it to two and I think I'm leaning on one of those two. Have you ever um, twice a- asked anybody around here for tickets like to an event? Like I, I know that you go to all the the Laker games because you're working. I go to all the Rams games because I'm working. But I'm, I'm I have yeah. once in a blue. Do you will they give me tickets to the All Star game? Because I'd really like to go to that. Who and, and if so, who do I yeah. ask? So I think I could be wrong on this. Berg has a stack of All Star game tickets <laughs> in his office. Just help yourself. Yeah, he's got a stack. It's not help yourself. But if you want to go with some friends and family, just tell them. <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure they just run the corporate card. Just like, bam, <laughs> just, just run the card, just like that. Just order 100 more. Just do 100 more. That's that's how it goes. Have you ever been to the Major League All-Star? I know you've been to the NBA. Have you ever been to Major League? I went to, when they had it down in San Diego, I was there for the Home Run Derby. Okay. And I was actually in the Western Metal Supply building. Oh, nice. a lot of ball. It was actually really, really cool. But I did not stay for the game. It's it's the Derby might be more fun than I agree. the All Star yeah, game. Yeah, I agree. It's a it's a much more lively atmosphere. And mm-hmm. you know, a million years ago when the best players would play the entire game, it was a little different. But now, you know, you're gonna get an inning or two of Mookie Betts and then he's gonna go and then the the you know, the right fielder for the Miami Marlins is gonna slide into the lineup. It's not quite the same thing. But I I just full baseball dork moment for oh, me. Yeah. You ready? Oh yeah. You know what I love about the All-Star game? Hmm. I love it, and it's super cheesy and, and dumb, but I love it. 
I love it when all of the players are lined up on the foul lines and you got all those different uniforms no, that's from cool. all the different no, teams. That, that's I actually love that. one of the few things that is pretty cool. It, it, a friend of mine from uh, like junior high and high school ended up playing in the major leagues for a long time, made uh, three different All-Star games, mm. and I would see him out there. He made it once, I think maybe twice. He made it once with the Padres, and he made it once with the uh, Boston Red Sox. And just seeing him out there, and I'm like, that's this badass. is the coolest yeah, thing badass. I've ever seen in my life. I love that. So, the All-Star game I love when up. the first bullpen guy comes in. <laughs> yeah, you mean the second inning? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> super. And then once you get to, like, the sixth inning, you got fractions of innings. Yeah. Right? Like, all right, you get an out, and then we'll bring in a new guy. He gets an out, and that's how it goes. Um, the way that voting is done now. Mm-hmm. It's not old school where you take your key and punch a hole through the paper ballots. Um, they take the top three from each position, and then they go on to the next round of voting. The Dodgers have only two guys, there are, excuse me, three guys that are in position to go to the next round. Mookie, Trey Turner, and Freddie Freeman. Mookie absolutely mm-hmm. needs to be one of those three starting outfielders. Freddie Freeman, I think, is an interesting case. He's having a good year. But maybe not a great year. Yeah, if he did, put it this way, if he didn't make it, it wouldn't be a shock or no, surprise. No, it, it would yeah. not. I, I agree with you. And then Trey Turner's first at shortstop. Trey Turner should be the, yeah, the I, National I so League too. All-Star. But Will Smith is down at fifth. Muncie is given a gift at fourth. Belger is given a gift at ninth. Gavin Lux, oddly enough, is at fourth at second base, which he doesn't play a ton. He DHs. Mm-hmm. He plays left field. He plays some second base. But you would have thought, coming into this season, sure. that the Dodgers would have more yeah. or less right on down the line, mm-hmm. one it's somewhere in the top three, and that they – I mean, they still have more than their fair share, but not nearly as many as you might have thought. Isn't it funny, too, the, the, the three that you mentioned? That's really the only ones you're going to make a, a, a true case for, right? And I think, the, I, I think the way this season has played out so far, it's not a surprise, the three that are in the conversation, but it's also – it, it, you know, sometimes you, you put somebody in because of their name, because of their name recognition, because of the franchise, whatever the case is. I think that's pretty accurate. You can't really make a case for any of those other uh, any of the, those other players. And you, Gonsolin is a really interesting one, too, because he's he's going to be set up to <laughs> yeah, where did they have start him? that mm-hmm. game. They pitcher, You don't vote for pitchers. The pitchers get selected by the managers mm-hmm. and everything else. But so... The All-Star game is like the week of July, what would that be, 18th. It's that week where the All-Star, where there's no Major League Baseball. So you look at this, the Dodgers right now, they've got, you've got about a month's worth of games. So that means Tony Gonsolin's going to make three or four more four starts. starts. Yeah, He has been somewhere between excellent or better than excellent in basically all of his starts this year. Let's say he's got four more. Just use some round numbers. If he pitches well in two of those, he's got to be your starting pitcher in the All-Star game, right? He's got to be. I don't know if it's how much it's going to have to do with because the game is in L.A. and it's at Dodger Stadium. for sure. It will factor in. But I don't want that to be part of the factor, right? Gonsolin deserves his credit. Gonsolin should be a part of the All-Star game. Gonsolin... He's starting um, later today as well. If you like, you said if he goes, let's say two and two, is he eight and zero oh right now? Yes. So you're going to walk in, let's say ten and two. Let's say he gets two losses out of those four starts um, and two W's. You'll be ten and two. His ERA is a, around one five zero, something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I think no question about it. He goes two for two. He, he not just gets in, but is making a case to be a starter. Yeah, he, he's got to be, right? You look at him right now, he's 8-0. He's got an ERA of 142. His whip is .8. Anything less than 1.1, 1. 1, 
is not just good, it's very, very good. He's at point eight. He's like a, a, a half a run below good. That's how lights out he's been. He is a Dodger. It is at Dodger Stadium. You don't I, Kershaw could make a case. Like let's say if Kershaw's got four more starts before the the end of the line. Let's say he pitches really well in three of them. Yep. And Kershaw's numbers are good. They're not great like Gonsolin's, but they're good. Kershaw gets the ball in that situation. It's yeah. going to be one of those two guys. Yeah, it's kind of funny because, you know, you can make a case. You could look at some other guys that are having a good year. But the, the, the Dodger portion, at be, being at Dodger Stadium, is certainly going to come into play as well. Tyler Anderson's going to make the team, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, it, it should. And, and this kind of brings me back to something else I want to get into. How much of our – frustration is the wrong word. It's too, it, it's too strong of a word. Our, our – maybe uh, – I don't even know. Help me out with this. That – the Dodgers are actually playing reasonably well. They've mm-hmm. got a good record. Yeah. <laughs> They're in first place. They are on schedule to win about the amount of games that you thought they were going to win, somewhere between 90 and 100. They are not getting a bunch of individual performances other than Mookie and Trey Turner that are lights out, pitching aside. And yet it feels oddly underwhelming. Is it just being a victim of expectations that we thought they would win 80% of their games, that they'd have 10 all-stars, that they would run away with the division by 15 or 20 games? Because they're still on, t- on track to do all of the stuff that we wanted them to do. It feels disappointing, which is really weird to say that for a team that's 40-25, and 25, atop of the NL West. I think the only team with a better record than them right now in the NL is the Mets. So, uh, you know, I... I the way I kind of try to set it up is you got a Dodgers squad where Dave Roberts says before the season starts, we're going to win it all. Is that what you're asking? Is, is, is that what you're waiting for me to say? Okay, you know what? No, we're going to win it all. You got players and a payroll that says you should be, you shouldn't be in a race with a lot of these other teams, right? So I think it's not just, three hundred and ten million. it's not just our expectations. I think expectations are one thing. Sometimes it's not realistic. Sometimes it is. But the Dodgers have trained you in a way that we run a good organization, we've had a tremendous amount of success, we go out and get players when we need them, we don't sign players that we think are overvalued, we make players better once they come to our roster and they were somebody else. They've done all of this. That I I don't think you can really look at the Dodgers the same way that you look at every other team in Major League Baseball. So um, it does seem a little disappointing. And that disappointment still has them in first place in the NL West, second in the NL, some injuries that have stacked up as well. But I, I, I think that's how most people – maybe disappointing is too harsh of a word. Yeah, that's it, too it, feels, harsh it word. feels too harsh. If, uh, underwhelming, perhaps? It, maybe, maybe that. Maybe it's a little bit better because can you be disappointed if you're in first place? Can you be disappointed if you're going to have five guys in the All-Star game? Which they're, they're going to have that. But none of that should be a surprise. I, none of, none of it is a surprise. But right. when you look at the totality of what they've done, because Kimbrell is a little wobbly right now. Yeah. The rest of the bullpen is a little wobbly right now. They're starting rotation. You've got basically Urias and Gonsolin and Anderson. And as good as Gonsolin and Anderson have been, you also assume they're going to come down a little yeah, bit. I mean, yeah. That, that's, I, if you said to me today, Al, listen, October 1st, the playoff starts. You're, you're one, two, three, four are Urias, Kershaw, Gonsolin, and Anderson. I don't love that. Yeah. I mean, it's not the end of the world. It's fine. But I, that's not Bueller, Scherzer, Kershaw, sure. Urias, Bauer, uh, these other guys that difference. they've had go through. It, it is a very unproven group past those top two. 
They'll fix it. Dustin May is getting ready to come back here in a couple of days. He, or I shouldn't say a couple of days. He's getting ready to pitch in a rehab assignment in a couple of days. He's probably will be ready about a month or so from now if everything goes according to plan. But you're going to need a little bit of something because as, as good as it's been, it hasn't been the great that we've expected. I think there are teams right now that when the season started, they were saying to themselves, we got no shot at hanging with the Dodgers. Now, we just get in. And we could figure it out from there, and anything can happen in baseball. And you got a couple of starters that are just playing lights out, and and they get the ball at the right time. You got guys that come through with hits. You kind of take you roll in the dice come postseason. But I think there's some teams sitting there today saying, "Hmm, maybe the oh, Dodgers. Yeah. Maybe oh, the yeah. Dodgers are a little vulnerable. If M- maybe just maybe Walker Bueller being out for this long, and let's see when Mookie comes back and." Uh, how reliable at at the end of the day doesn't Gonsolin and Tyler's don't they have to come back down to earth a little bit? So I think there are some factors where you got other squads saying maybe we can hang. with Yeah, the I don't think Tony Gonsolin and Tyler Anderson are going to go twenty eight and zero combined, thirty six and zero combined. It, it, right it feels unlikely that that's how that's going to go. Um, here's one for you, mm-hmm. and I'm curious, Dodger fans eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven seven. 710-3776. We can do this after factor cap in a little bit. Um, if Justin Turner, I'm gonna give you three very specific names here. Justin Turner, Max Muncie, and Cody Bellinger all continue to play like they've played through the first two and a half months of this season. Okay? You're talking about guys that are right around two hundred or well under it. Okay, not providing a ton yeah. of offensive impact. Are all three of those guys still automatic, put them in the lineups, let's roll it once you go into the postseason? If all of these guys are still kind of scuffling, Max Muncy's batting a buck fifty. Yep. Now he's walking, but a buck fifty is a buck fifty. Cody Bellinger's at about two hundred. Justin Turner is at about two hundred. Neither none of these guys are really driving the ball out of the ballpark. Do you roll all three of these guys into the postseason? If by the time you get into early to mid September, if they're, they're still, still right around there, yeah. do you do it? We'll come up with that coming up around eleven forty five. But next, fact or cap and slee, I need you to visualize your cabinet and your refrigerator. Perfect. That's next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey guys, how's it going? What's going on? I am super stoked for uh, this factor cap for today because this first one I think is going to be near and dear to all of us because of Travis's selfie game. So it's National Selfie Day. We all know that Travis rocks the dad selfies. I took a selfie yesterday with my sister. They're always there. So uh, first statement is you judge someone that's taking a selfie in public. Travis, Patrick Cap. On one particular instance, yes. Every other instance, no. Right? If it if it is, like, for instance, you mentioned you and your sister yesterday, right? Totally cool. 
Yep. Totally cool. You and your sister are out. You're having a good time. With the Hollywood sign. She's out of town. Hollywood sign. You're showing her around town. It's a perfect opportunity to take some pictures to commemorate something that you and your sister are doing together. If Al and I went to a Laker game and I said, hey, Al, let's take a little quick little selfie. That's fine, too, right? The, the problem I have with selfies the, is when it's just you in the picture. And, Isn't and, that the and, definition of a selfie, though? But No, a picture is you take by yourself, not of yourself. Okay. Right? That, uh, I, I think I'm telling you right now, if I see you, I, we, were, we were in Fresno, right, over the weekend, and we were stopped at a red light, and there was this young woman, she's probably 20-something years old, at, uh, waiting across the street. She's waiting for her direction to, to go as well. She sat there with her camera and must have taken 25 pictures of her. She's standing in a red light right across the street. And it's high angle, low angle, you know, yep. duck Plus lips, yeah, not duck get, lips. Uh, it's it's like, right honey, sure, honey, yep. no one is that interested in you. I got, I got to tell you, no one cares I about this picture. She might be she popping off on the gram. gram, yeah. It was so, I was embarrassed for her, never saw her before, never saw her since. Stop taking pictures okay. of yourself. Let me give you an example. Give you an example. Okay. Let's like say, you did in the corner. <laughs> let's say you're out on a hike. Okay. And you want to take a photo because it's a nice background sure. and everything else. You take a photo. Okay. Is that a bad look? No, because you're you're taking a picture of the view. Okay. That you're in it. You're not taking a picture of yourself. If the picture is But of then your I could take face, myself out. I could take myself I could just take a picture but of the in, view. In your situation, right? Yeah. If if you took a picture the the hike you took with rookie. Yep. Right? If you just kind of put your click, you're yeah. showing the vista. But yep. if the picture was just a real tight shot of your face yep. and then there was this fuzzy background, yeah. then you're a bad guy. So I don't personally understand this world, but I know it's happens and it happens frequently. And I think a lot of people like you just mentioned them. Oh, no, they're getting for those who are popular on they Instagram get, they get some money and they make this. a business out of it. So. Right. I'm not completely. How many people really make money doing that? Probably plenty of people make money off selfies. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We talking a couple hundred, a couple thousand, over a thousand. Okay, over a thousand. You know how many millions of people do it? Let me give you an example. That means that the 99% of the people are idiots. Let me give you an example. How many people do podcasts? Many. A lot of people. Right. How many people actually make money off? Very, very few. So are the, all, all the other ones who are doing it idiots? No, because it's not just look at me. It no, it's could be listen a podcast to me. about a million different things. Yeah. It could be a million different things. It is so – people that are that interested in their own stuff mm-hmm. are repellent it's to a gener- it's a It's a generational thing. Oh, clearly. Because clearly. you get fired up on this one. Oh. For a lot of other people, I don't think it's that big of a deal. This is the one thing I'll say – when it's the selfie stick or, you know, you're setting oh, up a camera stick, no and you're thanks. doing this, you're doing that, it's like, damn, that's a lot of work for you to take a photo <laughs> of yourself. A lot of equipment. Now, I will say uh, my left side is so much better than my right side. No, I got no idea. <laughs> uh, so, they, they do it. They do it. But I'm, I, I would be lying if I didn't say that I kind of look at them a little bit differently. So I, I have two questions for, for, for Travis. You can answer too, Alan. So do you deem... If it was me and Funches in a picture together mm-hmm. and we were using a self-facing camera, that's a selfie to you. Sure. But I feel like the term selfie means it's just you. No, I, I agree with you on that. So I think if it's it's, it's a group yeah, photo, it's like a Yui. It's an Ussie if it's a, if it's a me and Funches. <laughs> Two, Please didn't don't. you do the no. same thing at the stop sign when you took a picture with the sandwich shop that's in Santa Barbara? That's done ironically. I wasn't taking a picture of myself. I was taking a picture <laughs> of the burrito place. What about your uh, Twitter bio? Your Twitter bio is a selfie. It's not my face. It's your hat? Right. It's, my, it's a picture of my hat. Okay. 
Okay. Right. Taylor, what do you feel about the subject? Okay, this is cap for me. I'm not going to judge This is awesome you. how fired up everyone gets on <laughs> these. I hate it so much. Sorry, Taylor. Go ahead. Oh, it's fine. I'm not going to judge you in public until you get to the fifth or sixth selfie when it's just excessive and you're, right. you know, you obviously just take the picture and get out of there. And, like, the thing is, you know how you look. So you can know what it is before you take the picture. So you don't have to take a bad picture of a selfie. Anyway, I, I, I'm not a selfie person. I take it occasionally. But, again, like you said, it's usually the view or whatever else I'm capturing is more important than myself in the picture. All right. So, uh, Funju sent to us earlier a uh, story about how uh, French's ketchup is going to do some frozen popsicles, but of uh, ketchup, which is um, lovely. We all love ketchup, right? Um, so... I've had this debate with my friends before, and I know that it might contradict what's maybe on the bottle, but ketchup should be refrigerated. Alan, fat or cap? Oh, that's that's fact. Do people not? I mean, I guess when you get the, you go to a restaurant, I was just going to say out. it's always out. But also, too, if you get the, um, if you get the, uh, you go to McDonald's in and out, whatever, you get the little packs. Nobody throws those. I don't think they throw them in the fridge. But if I have my preference, I'm putting I'm putting my ketchup in the refrigerator. Yeah, I believe the bottle. I, I like you said. Does it Emily, say refrigerate after I, opening? No, I don't think oh. it does. So some do and some do not. I go by what's on the bottle. If it says put it in the fridge, I'll put it in the fridge. Like because and I I think in my house the ketchup is in the fridge. I think it is. Yeah. Um, but you go to a restaurant that not only is it out, it never goes in. It sits on that yeah, table until that. it's empty, and then they throw it away. It doesn't have to be. Did your hot sauce go in the fridge? No, hot sauce is in the cabinet. Mine's in the fridge still. Yeah, hot sauce is in the cabinet. I think everything's in the fridge. Yeah. Mm. Taylor, your crackers. You? Fact: <laughs> ketchup should be refrigerated. Yeah. Um, I just I hate that crust too that, that you get on, on the edge of the bottle. Yeah, yeah that's kind of gross. Than that. That's kind of gross. That paste. So I. We'll have ketchup outside of the fridge until I start using it. Once I start using it, then I put it in the fridge. But I also don't, like, I wouldn't be appalled if someone didn't put their ketchup in the fridge. I have friends of mine who, like, get appalled if it's outside, not in there. But I think- I keep I the milk out. I don't, like co- I don't like cold ketchup. I don't know. I, I like the warm texture, but everything else, anything mayo-based, obviously, you have to keep in the fridge because it'll, you it'll turn. You sick. Yeah, what exactly. Peanut, what about peanut butter? Peanut butter's mm. in the cabinet. Don't refrigerate that. Mine's in the fridge. Yeah, mine's in the cabinet. You in the I, fridge? I, Why yeah. do you refrigerate your peanut butter? I think some, some of them do say refrigerate after opening. They might. Yeah, the ones with uh, it's without, like almond preser- butter or something without preservatives. This one's peanut butter. Okay, without preservatives. That's actually right. It, this one is without. So, so you have like real food. <laughs> no, it's not the stuff real. that's made with chemicals that you can put this on the one shelf for the, the, one the, at, the apocalypse, and it's still going to be fine. The one at Costco is, I think, just like raw peanuts. That's literally the ingredients of it. But I know what you're talking about. Some of them won't what? have all that. And Rookie like that? Rookie likes everything, bro. Rookie is going back and forth you, between me and her. Is he done with his food? He's not done. There's another bite lunch. Oh, they they can't do citrus. Yeah, I, I was yeah they hallucinate. Was, the, there was a time where he was biting and biking, or biting and barking. Take that orange peel. Just cut a little slice of lemon. He's 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 gone. <laughs> just like me. He's gone. <laughs> just just like him. I wasn't here. I I on uh, sorry. Travis wasn't here on Friday. I had this whole thing about my orange. Oh, did you hear habits. about this? That's right. You weren't here Friday. I know she doesn't like citrus. I don't like citrus, and I also don't like people to. I don't like to peel she my own. She can't oranges. peel her own orange. Or, Somebody has to or peel bite into a peach. Yes. Or bite into a peach. Her gums. I, I have sensitive, sensitive. teeth and gums. And to what? So it just it hurts. What is it in a peach that hurts? It's the skin. She tries to eat the seed. <laughs> but the steak is I the skin. Yes. I mean, 
Okay. Yes, exactly. This is the this is the reaction that you would have had on Friday, and we know we had this conversation on Friday. So, so. It, all she's saying is, if she brings an orange in, your ass has got to peel it. She's not getting an orange. <laughs> all right. So uh, Uber is rolling back out Uber Pools with, under a different name. So I don't know if you guys have ever used. That's Uber like the Pool. share one. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you go in, it costs a little bit less, less, but you're going to have strangers in your car with you. So you would take Uber Pool, Taylor Factor Cap. Yeah, I used to do this. I didn't know that they ever took it away, actually. But yeah, I don't mind. I think with sharing. the COVID, they took it away. Yeah. Oh, okay. Makes sense. I don't. I don't mind sharing a ride. All right, Travis. Uh, do you do Uber pool? I've never done it. I. I... I don't think I would, if I'm being perfectly honest. If, if it's just a straight economic play, I get it why you would want to reduce the cost. But the whole point, and not because I wouldn't want to necessarily share, which isn't at the top of my list, but I just want to go home first. I don't want to have to drop off Taylor and then Al and then Emily and then me. I, if, if you could guarantee me that my Uber pool out would go to my destination first, regardless of, of geography, then maybe I might consider it. But no, nah, I'd like to be alone. I never used it. Never used it, and I don't think I will. I'm with you. I just want to kind of, if at that point, imagine you, you get to LAX, and now you get, oh, we're just going to stop by Hawthorne, and then from there we're going to Azusa, and then just <laughs> a quick swing through stop. Malibu before we take you to Pasadena. But you save 14 bucks, huh? Yeah. I would uh, I would just take it home. Anytime I get into any of those ride shares, anytime I get into a taxi back in the days, it's like you just need to get to your location. That's why you're taking them. I just need to get there. All right, I have one last one for you guys, uh, and this came up over the weekend when I was in Vegas. So regardless of the amount of food that you did not finish at your dinner, you will always get a box for leftovers. Travis, fetch your cap. Um, I'm going to have to do this hypothetically. Do you know how bad something has to be for me not to finish it? <laughs> um, I, I clear my plate 99% of the time. And the rare occasion where I do not, I will take it home. Yes, I, I will. If there's half a sandwich left, I will. I will take it home. So I think it for me it has something to do with where I went too. So if I went and got a good steak and I know I had to pay an arm and a leg for it, that steak's coming home. And so is everything else that was on that plate. I might even take that garnish. bread home too. <laughs> You're Give me throw the piece of parsley in the yeah, stuff. I'm taking your fork too. But if I just went to a casual spot, not a big deal, I probably will lean less towards taking it. Pizza, I'll take any pizza home. Pizza's got to go. You go to a, a, a mid-level deli. It's just okay. No, it's, no. It's mm. not great. You get a sandwich. It's not terrible, but it's not the greatest thing you've ever had. I'm taking that home. You're taking that yeah, sandwich, half of that sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, for sure. Sandwich, right? I'm taking home. But if it's like, I don't know, I went somewhere and it's uh, it's chicken and mashed potatoes, just using as an example. Yeah. Okay, the world's not going to end if I don't take that home. I I'd take care. the chicken home. I'd leave the potatoes behind. Yeah. Or like insert chain uh, restaurant, and it's like a burger and fries. Do you take like your quarter of a burger and your mostly most of your fries? I won't take the fries. Burger, if the burger was good. Problem with the burger. It's good. It's not making it to the leftover tray. Well, I was gonna say the problem with the burger too. It's not like like pizza I can eat and it doesn't matter. Burger's a little bit different. You got the bun that's gonna get soggy and everything else. I still haven't done it, but the fr- I've never brought fries home in my life. But people have convinced me that the air fryer is a game changer for reconstituting those things. Mm. So, assuming at some point that nobody brings some fries home, I need to do it. I, the, those air fryer is gold. Worst things to air try fryer to is eat. gold. Yeah, Taylor, really quick, what do you, what do you think? Okay, so I've never had a problem finishing my plate. Um, the way I was raised, I wasn't allowed to leave the leave sure. the table unless there was all the food off my plate. So. Did you have to be – would you have left food had you not been coerced into finishing it? 
I think so. I remember a couple of times I picked some asparagus I didn't want, and I was just forced to sit there for an hour afterwards and finish every bite. <laughs> did you finally eat it? Yeah, I, fin- I finished it. <laughs> <laughs> Al, did, they, did you ever have to be forced to clear your plate? No, I was pretty, uh, I was pretty consistent. Yeah, yeah I kind of ate that. This food. was not yeah. one, an issue in the Rogers household. Yeah, Sliwa household. I was like, hey, Al, uh, take it easy. You're nine. <laughs> so, uh, slow we, down a little bit. We got to save, save some of that for the dog. That, <laughs> that came up in the Trav house every once in a while. All right. Turner, Muncie, Bellinger are not playing at the levels of expectation. If it's still that way at the end of the line, what do you do? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Live Imaging Tuesday. Travis and Sliwa. Yet. <laughs> what? Yet, I said. What do you mean? Just when, what we were talking what about. What is it with the mic noise? I want to. I want to see if I can bother you about it. It's so bad. Huh. This I remember this during the morning show. I'm like having a flashback. Yeah. To him adjusting the mic. I've seen him arm wrestle with a mic. During the show, just a. Kaplan three, wants to grease up two, an arm wrestle. Ah. He this, wants to grease up and. He arm also wrestle. wanted. To, is, you is remember Houston? So the Mug Awards in Houston is what inspired <laughs> us to do the Mandy Awards. Okay. They also did an event in the station that uh, Travis and I were on called the tr- uh, slap fest oh jeez, that was a disaster oh, i saw i saw that yesterday yeah, there you was a meme going on. around see how you hold the mic and you move it there's no noise go ahead what where you wore like armor and somebody slapped you with a on an am radio all you hear now is noise <laughs> and somebody slapped Most you with a frying listening pan. on the app i like that talking point by the way what was oh everyone's listening on the app we don't need the am radio station anymore. <laughs> it's a new talking point going around here uh-huh. uh a frying pan to the face Wait, you see this? Look, two dudes are sitting on with basically like medieval armor on. Yep, midi- medieval armor on, sitting on like a board. Okay. And the first like guy Like a teeter-totter kind of situation? You could say that. Um first guy gets his shot, he has the pan, hits him over the head. Okay, the guy might sway a little <laughs> bit, but he gets his catches his balance. The next guy goes, hits him over the head. You got to stay balanced on this thing or you'll fall over. And then the one that I think you had sent out the dude finally fell over again, hit by a pin. But you were talking about something in Houston they used to do that? They did the slap, slap fest. fest. So that was that was bare hands, slap you on the face. Mm. No wind-up. You, no wind you had to start here and just go like this. You couldn't like reach back like Muhammad Ali and so crack someone. On Twitter, while Kaplan was trying to figure whether he was doing the show or not doing the show, he was saying that we should do either an arm wrestling or a slap fest. Mm. But Kaplan would be really good at arm wrestling. He's got some big biceps. Yeah, he's strong. He is strong. He's fit. Like a bull. He didn't know. Wait, I, I didn't understand that. Well, those strong guys, the guys that are always a little. Show? Guys that are a little short upstairs, you know what I'm saying? They're usually stronger. Like to go to the gym. <laughs> like of mice and men. Move, move. <laughs> Lenny? Well, we I got a Lenny situation Early on, that was an early bit. I call them Lenny. <laughs> what were Who's, you saying? Is Sedano George in this situation? Literally, he's George. <laughs> Who wins Man of the People? What do you think? I mean, honestly, in my heart, it, based on past history, Keyshawn should win. But. Everyone goes, oh, no, 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 that's not going to happen. So I think John could. But I don't know. John was saying a lot of stuff yesterday. I don't know. I don't know. I don't How know is John man of the people? Because he, he is great the with opposite. fans, and fans love him. But, but he like people can't relate to him. He's so, he's no so one, rich and hoity-toity. But that's okay, because people couldn't necessarily relate to Key, but Key was great with fans. Very it would true. show up at 5 a.m. and everything to I'll do remotes. I'll make a case. Uh, that if it's, it's not a case for you, is it? Good, no. Because this it, came up on the countdown of the Mandy's that we recorded. What, with. What's that? About me for Man of the People? Yeah, but see, you're not a Man of the People. Why you not? You live down... Oh, please. Where you live? 
What's that have to do with no, it? No, he's much more a man than people, I think. No. What, what does my Not geography have to do with it? I think Cap's, I think of all the choices, Cap is man. But you, you guys keep going back to this. They're good with the fans. There's nobody at this radio station that's, that's not good That's an with a-hole the with the fans. Uh, no, that's not true. <laughs> I'm not getting into it. We're three days away from an award show. I can't have this sort of. I can't have people coming up to slap me. I, I just. I felt like. Just tell this us was... who it rhymes with. Bob Sedano. <laughs> I don't know if that rhymes. The guy just gave the exact last name. Yeah. I, I, wait, wait. I, I, I'm offended. I'm offended. No, George what, is good with the. Why? Why is my address? Prohibitive of me being a man of the people. Because when I go down there, I feel like I'm about to be arrested. That's for just you. Being there. That's you. Yeah, but if that's the case, we're talking gated community country club. Although the guest, my guest, not girlfriend Lisa, she lives about five minutes from Travis. So what does that say about See, the people I, like I was going to gonna say? I was going to say, Mike, living good over now, there. Now huh? I want to. Now I know the voting is closed, but I want to go back and vote for myself. You know what? You know where category. he lives. You know when you're living in a good area, he doesn't have an air condition. You just just. It's got the I could have used one last night. It's got an ocean breeze. Can you imagine a Can you imagine? degree day in Laguna and uh, a little sticky in bed with Trav? So, well, so and you know Trav sleeps wear. in the buff. Yeah, yeah he doesn't yeah. wear it. Well, he, I'd like well, to be not, free. I like not, to be unfettered. It's not every day. He doesn't do it every day. It's Mondays, Wednesdays, and Sundays is when he does it. I like to be unfettered. I like to be And then the other nights one. he's got that tight Lakers jersey. Remember the one he put on? That's I look good in that. I look really good in that. Um, he was today, squeezing him like a viper. <laughs> Anaconda. Today is the first day of summer. It is the summer solstice. Today is the first day of summer, and last night was the first night where I, or first morning, I should say, you woke up and you felt like you needed to kind of take a shower just because you had a rough night sleeping. That turned on a dime. Do you have AC or no? We have it, but we very rarely turn oh, it on. Travis squeezes Good the quarter till the eagle screams, <laughs> so that AC has never been on. It's the insulation in my house is dreadful, so you turn it on and it cools the house for about ten minutes, and then it's right back to hundred degrees. Travis again. called. The AC guy and tells him, "Hey, I don't want it to work. So, by the way, I, when I, I don't want any of my family it, to use take it. Take the Freon out of it and reset it from there. Babe, it's not working. We, we got to do this. The one day Travis let me in his house when I had to come set up his Comrex right before COVID hits, or, yeah. or, or whatever it was, I don't mm-hmm. remember. And I mean, no, it, it was in the summer, so it was before you started doing the morning hits. Right, right? it was August. It was August. hot. It was summer August. station, hot we, as hell. We play golf." We're in the, the, the dungeon room where he does his stuff. Murder room. Right. No and windows. I mean, sweat is pouring <laughs> off of me. Pouring. Okay? And I'm just looking at him like, is there a fan? Is nope. there something? Pouring off of me. Fans run on electricity, Chris. Are you in a suit too, Chris? Chris? No. Like you always wear? I was in golf gear. <laughs> no. There, to what? Blow around the 100-degree air in there? <laughs> Bro, you got to have some air in there. There's Sleet, it is like a sauna, only it's dry. There's no... It, it's I'd the rather worst have room ever dry, hot air than no air at all. So, I need Travis, something. I'm I have a suggestion. I'm looking at a, video, a, a poster on the wall of Bob Welch, and the sweat's just pouring <laughs> off of me. And it, not even like, hey, you want a water? Maybe a towel or something? <laughs> How much longer we, you got? We took the meeting outside. After it was set up, we went to the backyard where it was slightly cooler. I'm sorry, Emily. I said there that. is a fan in which you can put ice in the back of it, and it blows cold air. I used to have that in my in my uh, apartment that had no AC in Connecticut. That's going to use it electricity. That's, thank you, Chris. That's exactly right. That's you that much electricity? Electricity is not. I'm the guy that walks around turning off lights in the He's going to have Michael there just like. <laughs> One of those fans like a pharaoh. Lights more candles. <laughs> you know, he feeds me grapes and he fans me. That's uh, how we're going to talk I about like this. selfies in just a few minutes when I come back. But a live imaging Tuesday. You're a selfie guy. See, that's what I told Emily. But we're going to get into that. Travis and Sleewood continues now. All right. Yeah, Sleewood. You have never. He's not free. I've never seen you so angry when that became a conversation. It's, so a it hits really close to home, quite frankly. 
It hits really close to home because there was somebody that um, I need to figure out how to phrase this without hurting anybody's feelings. But what does the name rhyme with? Bob Sedano. <laughs> this guy said the exact name. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's, uh, it rhymes. No, I, I just it, – it is vacuous to me. It is it is empty in the most – it's sure. just not I can see thing. that. There, it's, there's it's other – there's plenty of other empty things. There are. I'm not saying it's the only thing, but mm-hmm. it is a really tangible realization of mm-hmm. how much you're into yourself. And I just – it's not my cup of tea, Al. It's not my cup of tea. If my phone wasn't charging, 100%, I'd take a selfie right let, now. Let me, let, me, let me ask you this. If I went to your camera roll right now, how many pictures of there are on your camera roll of just you? Um, there's not going to be many, but right. if you go through the whole I'm not thing, be zero. I'll be on vacation somewhere and saying, hey, this is a cool yeah, shot. You're taking pictures of your vacation. Yeah. You're not taking pictures of you're, yeah. you just sitting there doing nothing, pictures of yourself. Zero, right? What if you looked? There was nine from this morning. Oh, nine? Just got to the parking for garage. For your Tinder profile. Bam. Sex hookup. <laughs> Looking for sex? That's all Tinder is, though. It's all selfies or some, like, posed pictures otherwise, but it's mostly just selfies, both men and women. Let me just say that I am very grateful and happy and content in my married life, right? Yeah. I, and I've been, you know, be 25 years in a few months here. Um, I would be so out of my element if yep. I had to ever enter that universe. Like if you said to me, I, w- I wouldn't even know how to go on a date anymore. I wouldn't know how to talk to another person. I, I could talk about like stuff, but to try to get to know somebody again, I- I'd be terrible. You're just trying to that. find somebody that knows something about the Dodgers. It's kind of a deal breaker. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to be able to tell me Maury Wills steal percentage in 1966, but I would like you to know that Maury Wills played for the Dodgers. That would be important for me. ESPN radio is presented by progressive insurance and progressive. They're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together. So you can save on both. Bundle today at Progressive.com. The guys that are not carrying their weight in the Dodger lineup, how long do you go with it? That's next. It's Travis.